Welcome to the We Have Issues podcast, a weekly look at the local issues and matters impacting Independence, Missouri. And now, your hosts, Lori Dean Wiley and Dan Hobart. And welcome to another episode of We Have Issues Independence podcast with Dan Hobart and Laurie Dean Wiley. And today I want to give you, okay, I'm just going to say the title, We Heart Independence, Dan. Where's the energy? But we don't always like it. We heart independence, Laurie. We heart it. Let's get some energy in this. So that's well, part of my problem. Here's why. Here's why I'm why? not as energetic is because why the topic it makes my heart a little hurt a little bit when I even say how much I I love my my city. So I heart independence. I do, and then my heart cracks a little bit because I don't always like it. And you brought up this topic, and I was like. So I love independence. I show up for independence. I am, you know, I've got friends that think I'm crazy independence lady, you know, so, but I do. And I have personal history with independence of my grandfather moving here and becoming the barber of the town and, and uh, growing up as a little kid at my grandparents uh, when I would go visit and I would watch teams play at Chrysler Stadium Um you know, coming to P.D. Childers and my pediatrician on Inglewood, um, going to the theater and seeing my first, I, I think it was Snow White, um, at the Inglewood Theater. I can think of all those fantastic things about why I heart independence from a very personal standpoint because it's a part of my history. But when you and I talk about issues, when we uh, you have a, a leadership role in the city, and you see a lot more but behind the scenes of things that maybe don't like what's going on, or somebody like me that just knows how much better we could be, knows that we, why are we okay to kind of just be where we are and not move forward? So, Dan, I want to be really, uh, you know, my mom used to always say, you discipline your children because you love them so much, you know. You don't like the pain that comes with talking about what needs to change. But without those honest conversations, as a person, you don't grow. As a person, you don't learn lessons. So today, I'd like to come from this viewpoint, and I jotted down a few um, questions. I believe we don't like our city all the time because we're stuck in the past or we're afraid of the present or we don't believe in a future. The reasons we should celebrate the past are beyond, I mean, there's so many stories of why we should, but we can't stay there. We can't live in the past. Our fear for the present We've got to make decisions today so that in seven years, 10 years, 20 years, we are in a better time in that day because of the planning we do in the present 
And I'm going to say the risks we take in the present, and I'm going to say the money we're willing to raise, spend, or go find and be in the present, and just the overall, you, you said the word earlier, enthusiasm that we have for our city. And then when it comes to the future, not believing in it, well, why not? Why can't we be the largest um, bringer of technology and future hope and just a really different look to our city where all citizens can be really proud, where all citizens can benefit? So that's kind of the, the way that I want to kind of go through this conversation, um, especially as a city leader elected city leader so you and i we heart independence we absolutely heart it but don't always like it so let's dive into why do you think we're so stuck in the past well <clears throat> because uh we're we're stuck in the past because we didn't get what we were promised. Okay. Because it never happened. What were you promised? We were promised that if we build a power plant in 1966, that the we would little rule blue, the world. That we will rule the world. The yes. little blue valley <laughs> would build out with beautiful. Procter and Gamble factories, and we would have thousands of union manufacturing jobs, and we would become a town to rule them all. And it never happened, and everyone moved to Blue Springs and Lee Summit and Overland Park, and and uh, and we became meth dependents. And we were promised that, you know. The, when the Independence Center was built in 1976, that we would spend $10 million on the square and it would rejuvenate and we would, you know, have this beautiful, majestic downtown square that would have these wonderful holiday celebrations and, and it would compete and it would be this lovely little hometown paradise amidst our suburban a hallmark christmas story a hallmark christmas story and <laughs> and it failed miserably and was a waste of money like everything else and we were just a sad sack suburb and 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 all we cared about was sales tax at the center and and all we ended up with was urban blight and you know uh and you know we made this cool, cool, this cool, you know, once your celebration called Santa Caligon and we're going to do it on the square and it's really neat, but don't worry. We'll just, it's only going to be temporary and we'll just build a new fairground and don't worry. Well, that never happened. And I think we celebrated our 50th Santa Caligon last year. So on the square, so which that was only temporary. We don't we're have a build, fairground, right? We're going to build a fairground. You know, we've literally seen the rise and fall, uh, no offense to the community of Christchurch, but, uh, you know, in my lifetime, it has, it was, it was thriving beyond belief and now is struggling. You know, 
it 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 is a land it is literally a land of 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 failed promise you know people came here found the a spring a whole city full of springs and thrived for decades and of course moved on we've talked about that many times and uh but but it literally was founded on the promise of leaving and we've maintained that right uh so we 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 live in the past you know and and to make it very personal uh, I suffer from depression, uh, diagnosed. I take medication. I have on and off throughout my adult life uh, gone to counseling. I practice Buddhism uh, to deal with depression in part. Uh, and uh, and uh, depression, uh, put succinctly, is living in the past. Anxiety is living in the future. Depression is living in the past. Satchel Page, one of my favorite Satchel Page quotes is, don't ever look back because you don't know what may be following you. Uh, I, I, I said a quote on here. I said something on this podcast weeks ago, months ago, and Zach Walker sent it to me. It struck him. Uh, said something like, uh, uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, great stories to tell, uh, but we've got to quit living in them, you know, talking about our past. Absolutely. Uh, and we do. Enough's enough. I, I don't think uh, anyone, especially you and I, would say we're not proud of many things in the past, such as Hiram Young creating doing the ox work um, for the cattle and wagons that were going to explore and open up the West. Um, I don't think any of us would give up an ounce of our past glory that was provided by the presidency of Harry S. Truman. We have things that we should be really proud of in our past. So I just want to be very clear. We're talking about we have become so stuck in the past that we don't wear those glories as an impetus to make us proud and move forward with confidence and courage. We just set in the past. And so to your point of broken promises and living so much in what was, that we have stifled ourselves incredibly to the here and now. We, um, you know, here's the reality. We, we don't have a power plant. Our rates aren't right at IPL. I, I am thankful every day for every IPL person that goes to work and works very hard to keep our power on. And I'm thankful for the IPL people that work in zero degrees and fix our power lines. That, that I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for union jobs. 
I have family members that were able to get cancer treatments because of union jobs and insurance. Okay. I, uh, uh, my dad was a police officer and worked on Christmas and Thanksgiving and, uh, my cousin, I, you know, my mom was a nurse and, you know, worked on holidays. I, uh, I, you know, I halfway raised myself because she went to school and, you know, I had no parents at home. Like I, I, uh, the reason, uh, that we enjoy any respect at all, uh, as a city organization is because the employees in this city care so much about it that the interactions they have with our residents are so good that that's why we still have any sort of good reputation. It's not because our streets are perfect or our curbs are good. It's because uh, they treat people well and do their best to provide good service. Um, the, the value in our city is not IPL. The value in our city is not the, you know, that flour mill or Bingham Wagner or Vale Mansion. It's the people that work here. That's our, that's our valued asset. It's not our, it's not the stories of Hiram Young, uh, or, uh, you know, Harry Truman. I mean, those things are awesome. I mean, we have cool citizens, Frank James. I mean, geez. That's you a know, cool story. I mean, come gel. on, Jesse James. And I mean, you know, Joseph Smith, I think who that's... starts it, who starts a religion at 14 years old. I mean, come on. And it ends up in a state. Are you serious? What in the You can't make that up, right? It's spectacular. It is spectacular. Uh, these stories are fantastic. Uh, and yeah, we got to tell them all. Uh, but what we have today are people. Uh, and that's what matters, man, because we're all just stuck in this thing together. So, yes, we have got to tell these stories. But what we have today are people. Uh, that's what we have to value. And we've got to get together and uh, figure out a way to live for each other. And we've got to do it right now. Uh, we have to start believing in each other. That's what we have to do. Uh, and we cannot live in these broken promises anymore. Uh, the Independence Center is in deep trouble. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Fashion Square is gone. Yeah. It's over. It's ruined. Uh, what are we going to do about it? I have no idea. The guy that owns it has no idea. Uh, it's going to cost millions and millions of dollars to figure out how yeah. to do something with it. And right now, no one wants to spend that on it. Uh, it's terrible. It's in my district. I'm well aware of this. If I had the money or knew somebody that could do something with it, I certainly would. Uh, IPD has 12 people on the best shift patrolling the city of 78 square miles. Uh, they can't show up every on every call when somebody's walking down the road at 2 a.m. I wish they could. I wish we had 32 officers patrolling the area we have done everything we can to raise their salaries and pay the most so we can fill up our ranks we have 11 dispatchers out of 30 positions most of them 
are 20 years old, Mm -hmm. 21 years old, 22 years old, they're not really experienced or well-trained yet. I thank God for them that they're willing to do the job right now. Well, let's let's roll from uh, the past holding us back and those bo- broken promises Sorry, to... yeah, I'm getting no, off, no, off base. No, you're not at all. You, we, have, we have ended up where we are in the present because of the way that we've held on to the past. It's true. So a lot of this is half of the citizens um, have aged in this city. This has been their home for most of their life, and change is hard. And... They, many of us, I love history, you've studied history. We want to celebrate the past, but we're able to look towards a future and want to fix where we are today. So highlighting the problem of the call center being short so many employees in today's numbers from what we need is something that happened in the past that we never took the risks to fix, or IPL not being that moneymaker asset that was promised, and now we end today with we're buying and purchasing more. Everything's changed. You know, everything's changed. And so if we are to deal with just the problems of the present, I believe Um, In a previous podcast, you talked about FUD. Uh, You know, it is, we have allowed fear to come in and stop change that we know today we need to be willing to be courageous and change. Or we have more institutions, more things that will only be dying in the future. We want to move our city forward to a brighter future and we need to be realistic about the steps that it will take the money in many cases the hard decisions it will take so in the present we have a problem with people being afraid so how do we change that so we can move forward to believing in a future people have to accept that things aren't the same right IPL doesn't have a power plant it is not going to be like it was before, whether we uh, whether it ends up getting sold or whether we end up building new stuff. It will not be the same. It just isn't. That's the way it's going to be. The fire department goes on 23,000, 26,000 calls a year. 400 of those are fire calls. They're they're like an ambulance service Where's without being without yeah. being an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, but we're not billing. Unlike an ambulance service. So change, mm-hmm. it's coming, folks. One way or the other, everything has changed. It just is not the same. It's all changing. Uh, we're going to get a new trails museum. The trails museum's changing. So in we're, the present. But, you know, we are we, is more money coming on the square? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. But it's not going to be like it was before. We're not just going to dump money into making it one-way streets or, you know, sticking, you know, extra jut outs in the sidewalk in like some random hope. 
No, this time we're doing a master comprehensive a comprehensive plan for the entire uptown yeah. redevelopment. The whole thing, a big plan that includes all the city property and the county will be, you know, tangentially involved. It's also going to include Truman Connected, which is a biking and walking path all the way from the Truman Library to Inglewood, all the way out to the stadium. Is that going to include changing some lanes on Sterling? I don't know. Maybe. But you know what? If it is, well, maybe that slows down some of the traffic that everybody complains about is speeding all the time. But you know, you know, yeah. But guess what? Yeah. Sometimes things change. You know, and if you want to be mad at me or fight about it, maybe we just go have a yelling match or something. Maybe you yell at me. I'll give you a big hug afterwards, even if you hate me for it. Like, it just is going to be one of those things that sometimes you have to try something. If it's a giant failure, then you know what? Whatever we do can be undone if it's that bad of a deal. Uh, and I'm not saying that's going to happen. I have no idea. This stuff's a ways off. Uh, there's going to be a bi-state corridor, uh, federal money. It's going to go from KCK all the way to Independence. It's going to have electric buses, bikes, walk, maybe walking path too. I don't know. I haven't seen, it's not been, even been designed yet. Uh, but it's going to go right by 24, right down Nolan, right by the square. Uh, the Trails Museum will be somewhere on that. That's the goal. Uh, all redesigned, all brand new stuff. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to have a, uh, a Truman Visitor Center, Truman Library. Uh, it will help bring new development to the square. All that. It's all going to be ton hundreds of millions of dollars is going to come into the right there in the center of independence. I know you want the money in your neighborhood. You're not going to get it. It's coming to the square. Why? That's the historic center of this town. That's the engine. We're going to have an engine out at North Point. We're going to have an engine here in the center of the town. That will lead to other developments otherwhere, other places. Hub Center is getting redeveloped out at 291 23rd Street. You know why that came here? That came here because of North Point. That's how much credibility North Point brings to the city. The group that, that uh, the city manager's office picked to do our master developer plan for uh, the square and the whole uptown developer, they are so well-known and so credible along with North Point we are now going to get people like J.E. Dunn that will be willing to do business in this town. And it may not seem like a big deal, but J.E. Dunn is nationwide. If you get a company like J.E. Dunn to do business in your town, there is not a single company in America that won't do business in your town. And North Point started all this. So it, 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 this, these are people that would not look at independence. So from a business perspective, I have no doubt that we have more business owners and companies and executives on board with getting rid of fear of change in our present, but there is still a very loud cloud <laughs> or voices um, that are opposed out of this fear, out of this 
Um, it hasn't worked in the past. It was promised in the past. We don't have the money. We can never be what we should have been. Um, it's too late. So let's just junk all those ideas. Um, how do we, and I mean citizens and leaders of this town, how do we, because we need to, change the opinions of those that are holding this city back? You don't. So what do we do? You band together with those of us that do believe, and you just put one foot in front of the other. So what is something that you think must happen next to get more people to believe in the future? Uh, talk positive. Okay. Uh, get when people are negative, don't give uh, credence. <laughs> don't give air. Yeah. To those voices, don't 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 put air in those rooms. You know, uh, uh, just be positive. Don't don't feed. Don't feed the trolls, uh, so to speak. Um, you know, I've got a similar thing going on right now with the Frontier Trails Museum, to yeah. be really candid. Yeah, I want uh, you to be. Um, not that they've said this to me, but some of the feedback I've gotten from, because I've been very bull in a china shop about this whole thing, as you probably know. I'm, I'm well aware. I've been to Washington, <laughs> D.C. twice on yeah. my own, on my own dime. I have no drawings. I, I, but you I, have a belief. I have a belief that I can raise $160 million in two years and then build a thing in two years. And, uh, and it's just going to be done. And it's going to change the future of independence. And it's going to change everything for everybody immediately. Yeah. I fully believe that. I do. And, 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 uh, I've never done anything like that in my entire life, uh, at all. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's not an issue whatsoever. And there's not a single other person that has ever done a project like that, that in any way believes that's possible from, uh, other people on the council that have done that to the design firm that's done that to any rich people that have written checks toward projects like that, to probably any other person in town that's ever been involved in something like that. Now, they're kind enough not to say it to my face, <laughs> but they're telling people that know me yeah. so that they'll sort of imply that to what me. What a pipe dream, Dan Yeah. Oh, oh, they're there, sweetheart. Yes. Good, good idea, but you need to be more realistic. But you know what? Here's the deal. Uh, until it doesn't happen, I'm going to believe it. Well, I'm going to give you some good news. I, because as somebody who's about town and around and in groups, et cetera, I will tell you the more you've talked about it, the more people have said, I'm excited. Um, I have a friend that's fairly new to our city. She's a regular listener of this podcast. Thanks, Debbie. Um, but... She said our podcast, when we talk about a frontier, frontier, I always, I know it's hard it struggles. to it is the Trails Museum, yeah. That when we talk about it, um, that it, she's really excited. Um, when I talk to business folks about um, upgrading our public safety center, 
you know, building something that can move and grow with us for the next 30 years um, out of a dilapidated 50-year-old building, right? So they're excited. So there is, I think, that enthusiasm. And now the practicality will be raising those funds. So on your own, you've already had conversations with federal access, uh, potential access to federal funds. You've already had conversations with business. You um, haven't even built any real plans from a architectural you know, perspective, but in your head, because we've shared it enough, Hey, we, I'm ready we to have a ground. design. Right? I'll, I'll start digging right you now. Know, I mean, we, I'm ready to go. We know that we need a permanent home for Santa Caligon. We yep. know we yep. know that we need an amphitheater to bring year-round entertainment. Yep. We know yep. that if we don't move on redeveloping and, and helping, um, the Vell and the Bingham Wagner will just be a distant memory of our past and not something that future generations can go visit. Correct. We know that um, baseball stadium is moving. I, th- I think... It's gone. It's gone. So how do we um, make protect and make up for that with not, you know, necessarily all business, but definitely that 40 highway corridor where we already have an empty Nolan Fashion Square. Yep. Um, so these are real things that... I, as a citizen, care about greatly, and yet I'm excited. I believe in the future, and I think it's going to happen because we can't stay where we are mindset-wise. And I, I do believe that money is something to overcome. You need to raise money. You need to work hard, right? Yeah. But we can overcome it. What we can't overcome, and you've already said there's nothing we can do, is the negative naysayers that have continued to slow progress down, stop progress, and just, I say, they don't heart independence. They heart their piece of whatever it is they're so heck bent on saving that they're doing it at the detriment of their neighbors. They're doing it at the detriment of forward progress and a very strong future for our city. So. I think what I hear you saying is at this point, in the present, we are not going to let those that are afraid run the asylum anymore. We are, we are not going to let those that want to stop business progress win out anymore because they might have been the loudest voice, but still not the majority. The way, the true way to fix our neighborhoods at the at the infrastructure level is exactly what I'm talking about. It's economic engines. We have to keep up the best we can until then. But if we want to fix it, we got to build these things. So to address, so let's just address a few of them. So tomorrow, IPL's gone. What is the economic engine that we could have or build in our future that could replace what we believe is the, is the economic engine 
in IPL. I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying if that happens tomorrow, how do we get those? If that happens? How do we move forward? It depends forward? on how much money. You know, it depends on the money we get out of that. Okay. Uh, if it if it is uh, if it is the cash that Goldman Sachs predicted in their latest dollar figure, uh, we would theoretically pay off the Bass Pro TIF, uh, which means all our other TIFs don't have to pay into that anymore, which frees up a ridiculous amount of cash yes. yearly, uh, which allows us to go back to that. That frees up our general fund. That uh, gets a square on our pension contribution, which means we don't have to worry about bankruptcy in 2031. It takes care of our uh, long-term projection on the that general fund issue. That gets us to our reserve amount on all our funds. And uh, <clears throat> that could solve our animal shelter issue that we've had looming over us forever we could finally find a permanent solution for that uh that 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 right off the bat could solve some really big uh looming quality of life issues um in some basic services that people have it could also uh really put a dent on some of the trash and homeless issues that are the real day-to-day issues that people have uh and have money in the bank that we could we could put in uh, in an escrow or an endowment fund that could either be used for uh, just general fund expenses, dedicated general fund expenses, or go toward capital some sort of capital project or capital campaign uh, issues. You know, we could put it in an endowment like a university does, and uh, just put it toward uh, uh, interest you know, bearing account and put it toward a future expense for uh, new city hall or, uh, you know, whatever, shoot, whatever people would, we could take a survey, we could take a vote, we could take, you know, we could use it for any, anything, uh, any upgrades. We could just build a certain amount of sidewalks every year and just have sidewalks in the entire city in 50 years, you know? Just we replace so, everybody's curbs for yeah. free eventually or upgrade all the sewer systems or, you know, I mean, we could literally, uh, you know, put it toward any of that, any basic uses. I mean, I'm not promising all those things. It, it, it just could be a fund that really would be useful to basic everyday stuff. Oh, shit, well... Uh, body cams for the police would be high on my list too. Uh, you know, firefighters, they've got their tax, but we could use it to, um, you know, since they've got their tax, we could use it to speed up construction, you know, reconfiguring their stations quicker and, you know, do loans and we could pay it off with their tax money, you know, faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could do that for the police building too. You know, since we, if we had a lot of cash, we could just pay those up front and uh, use loan money to pay them off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we could we could do stuff quicker, and since we would have cash up front, it, just things like that. Uh, you know, we could really do improvements quicker. Uh, all things that would directly benefit the public, though, right off the bat. Um, well, what do you say to folks? who by nature have never been risk takers 
and they abhor all change because of the risk involved in it. Um, when you and I don't think that way, we, we are cautious about clearly not moving forward until there's some basic things that we understand. It's not so different than in my business when I talk to somebody and say, if you want to change your future, you got to change some things in the present um, that will set you up for a better future. And many times people just don't want to change. I really believe for the citizens that we could do great things if enough of us just work together. Uh, I like your point of stopping and, and stepping out of any negative conversations about our city. And I think that that's, you know, I have, I have so many stories. I have a big brother and, uh, he'd love to, I, I don't like the word pick on, but he would just love to tease me or, um, he had this thing he would do where he would act like he was hurt just to get me wound up. And then he'd, you know, just start busting out laughing and, and I would, of course, already, mom, you know. Um, but, man, if somebody outside tried to pick on me, he would be my fiercest, you know, defender. And I feel like maybe we haven't given enough ideas or, or breadth of ideas to the citizens to give them something to defend. Come together and defend our better future. Come People together do defend independence, move. though, but they do. They will. I. You will find people that will internally. They'll tell you how terrible independence is, all day long. But if somebody from Kansas comes over right, here, right? That's what I'm they'll saying. They'll fight them to the death. That's right. So I, we, I firmly believe if we were ever invaded, yeah. by anybody, a we'd, Canadian, we'd be the Mexico. Uh, China, it doesn't matter who it is, England, independence would be the very last city standing. We would be Freedom Inc. I mean, it would be right here. There'd be, there'd be one of us left fighting the rest of the world. It'd be one versus uh, seven billion. I'm so agreeing with you. What I'm saying is that we need that same tact internally um, to join forces more than to fight, quote, an opposing side. So I agree. Wherever we can be kinder, that's the iHeart Independence. Exactly. That we need it. We need to get to that part. We need to realize that's really, really the fighting spirit that we need. We need the Jesse James and everybody to come out. That we need that outlaw spirit. When I say hillbillies and stuff, that's really what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about the hillbilly spirit of like it's us against it's us against everybody else, not us against us. And I think there's been too much us against us. There has been. Um, yeah. There and has to been. overcome and to believe in the future, we need to have more incidents like with the BSL, where two opposing sides or council people. It's like four opposing came together. Yeah. And made and and yes. push something to at least get an answer on, you yeah. know, to move it forward. Yeah, um, I'm going to be just blunt. The square, we have so many people that make that about 
a family instead of oh, about the future of the center of our city. Here's the deal. If it, the, yes. McL- the McLeans, yes. Ken McLean and Cindy McLean own many, 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 many properties on the square. They do not own all the buildings on the square. There's a lot of other people that own buildings on the square. People are really mad because they own a bunch of buildings on the square. I want to be very clear about something. Ken McLean has worked incredibly hard in his life as, a, as an attorney. He's been very successful. Uh, you ask any lawyer in town, and they will tell you how hard Ken McLean has worked as a, as a lawyer and how successful he's been. His job is not easy, okay? I've been a lawyer for a long time. Uh, <laughs> those cases are not hard. You risk a lot of money. Uh, it's incredibly hard. Uh, there's politics that go into it. There's business that goes into it. It's a different type of practice. It's, it's incredibly risk-taking. Uh, not every lawyer has the guts for it, the ability for it, the intelligence for it, and the risk-taking for it. It's, it is 100% gambling. It is, uh, it's, it's a lot of times more business than it is law. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brutal. It is brutal. And you deal with big-time lawyers on the other side, not guys down the road in Kansas City, not insurance defense lawyers, not – no, you deal with Wall Street guys. And the people on the other side are Fortune 100 people, uh, suits, CEOs, MBAs from Harvard and Wharton. You don't deal with, uh, you know, uh, CEOs from, you know – uh, down the road at UKC or something. I'm not picking on those guys. I'm just saying it's a different style of people you deal with. Okay, it's a whole nother deal. Now, I'm not a Ken McLean shill by any stretch. I'm not his friend. Uh, I know him. Uh, he doesn't contribute to my campaigns or anything else. But let me be clear: if he has not, if he had not bought those buildings, rehab them, opened some businesses, it would look like Nolan Fashion Square. I want to be very clear about that. It would look like Nolan Fashion Square. And how did Nolan Fashion Square end up looking like the current Nolan Fashion Square? Because it's owned by a different property owner that doesn't live here. Right, doesn't care. And would never live in independence. And most lawyers of Ken's ilk Mm -hmm. that has made that much money and has that kind of practice would never live in independence. And that's just how it is. Just wouldn't. So that is what it is. I, I don't care. I am a big proponent of free will, baby. <laughs> Love Ken, hate Ken, judge him. You do you, baby. I, I don't care. That's, not up, that's up to you, not to me. Um, uh, judge away. But the reality is that there are people on the square uh, because Ken McLean owns buildings there and Cindy, and they operate businesses there. Three Trails Brewing would not exist if Ken McLean did not own businesses on the square. There's a good chance corporate copy print wouldn't and sunshine printing wouldn't. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance any other successful businesses wouldn't exist on the square if they hadn't done what they'd done. There's a good chance it would be all but non-existent 
at this point. So people just need to keep that in mind. Uh, we need to believe in the future without necessarily <clears throat> liking all the people involved or, or the people that we would need to work with. And hey, I think that's where this comes from. How many people shop at Walmart? Yeah. You want to, you think you need to like people that own these companies? Think again, because you want to talk about people that have ruined people's lives. Uh, there, there are some corporate overlords that uh, are horrendous human beings that have absolutely, uh, completely and utterly been evil to their employees and evil to their communities that they operate in. So, you know, if you think they're bad owners, uh, don't, don't go any further than the corporate 100. So, you know, Ken and Cindy at least are small business owners that, you know, employ independence people. Uh, and, and that's something, um, anyway, that's enough for me sticking up for the McLeans for that. <laughs> You've uh, done and, your and, and for and for local property yes. owners. So yeah. Uh, well, I think the other thing I would uh, say is that you hear it a lot um, as kind of a joke when we say, "Oh, I really love so and so, but I don't always like him." And so the sentiment about independence, where we we can truly say we heart our independence citizens do defend and want to defend, but we don't do a very good job of liking one another. We don't uh, work with our neighbors enough. We don't have enough communication with each other. We don't take a problem and tackle it together. Uh, it just might be too much work, or it might be too much of my time, or it might be too much of helping somebody I don't like, or what if it's not going to work. And then I'm, I'm associated with something that didn't work. And I just want to encourage everybody, allow your belief in the future of independence to be so big that your enthusiasm carries you to do the actual work. We don't know what all of that looks like. We don't know where every dollar is going to come from. We don't even have some plans together on some things. But my vision of the future for independence um, is moving uh, city council, is seeing a neon sign that says Independence Missouri at the old GEHA building, of, uh, which I think would be a perfect building to, to put something like that, of um, moving city council um, away from the municipal court of absolutely creating a positive work environment for Independence Police Department, some fire in a public safety center, um, of moving our outdated, manual, uninspiring, sorry friends of the museum, but from our huge historic trails information out of where it is into something spectacular. That, that there's a vision for, but we don't know exactly what, what, where it's going to end up. The best museum between Chicago and Denver. Love it. You know, we have a vision to build the largest covered wagon ever. Uh, 
you know. Ever. There are just, you know, we can You can continue, see it from space. Yeah, we can continue to thrive as uh, Kansas City Chiefs if and when the Royals go. We can't, there is just so much possible, possibilities. You know, what is possible, a friend always says. And if we're not willing to put our personal dislikes of people, um, in fact, shame on us. Let's start showing some love for people despite the fact that we don't always agree. Let's band together. Um, I remember a day where the historic jail was ready to be torn down. And a large population in this city, literally led by Junior Service League, held on to hands together and would not let that building be torn down. And is now one of our treasures with a great story around Frank James. So what are you willing to risk from your personal feelings for a hope that tomorrow we don't lose our historic past, but that we are willing to have a much, much better future. One that all the citizens deserve, but we need to band together to do it, despite outside forces. Let's do it. Let's be enthusiastic, and let's see those things change for the better. So I heart independence. I heart it a lot. Um, and I, I want to really, really like it as well. So, anything you'd like to add, Dan? No. Okay. Well, on behalf of Laurie Dean Wiley. I'm Dan Hobart. We have Issues Independence. And guess what? An upcoming podcast. It's kind of a tough subject. But let's talk about why we hate the state of the square. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. We want to thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Dean Wiley. And I'm Dan Hobart. Join us again next week because we have issues. (laughs) 